Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Monday. Unbelievable. The fast weekend it was. Monday, April 10th. And just like that, everything went right by real quick. Hope you had a blessed resurrection weekend and enjoyed time with family and hopefully ate some good food and all those good things. Important time to celebrate. Patriots, one thing we have to be aware of right now is this insane time we're in is that they are trying to take away our food and control our money. If you control the food, you control the people. One of the things everybody should be doing right now is getting their gardens ready and prepping gardens. And I'll tell you, there's no better tool to dig beds than tread light broad forks. Tread light broad forks is a small family owned business that makes one of the best broad forks I've ever used. That means as a broad fork, it's got about four to five tines on it. It's fantastic for digging beds and not having to till. Keeps that earth biome in one rather than churning it all the time. And it's it's just one of the best tools I've used. We've extremely well built, high quality, a once in a lifetime purchase. So head on over to treadlightbroadforks.com. You can find them under the under each podcast, Treadlight Broadforks, and then you can just use your promo code Bards to get free shipping, the whole thing. So they're awesome tools. I'd highly recommend you get them. I've got a number of them, and I use them aggressively, and they held up tremendously, and they're worth every penny, American-made, family-owned business, all those sorts of things that make America great in the real way. Speaking of America great, we're slowly sliding into the, well, how can we say this? It's kind of like watching, the. if you remember the commercial with a little tidy bowl man in a white boat spinning around the toilet bowl, well, we're kind of like in that boat as the toilet is flushed and it's spinning that boat down and down and down. So we basically are in a horrible condition in this society. And I don't think we've ever been as bad as we are. And it's going to get worse because we have walked so far away from our values of what's important. We've inverted everything. I mean, just as an example of this, you have the swimmer who was ambushed for speaking about women's rights, and now the the swimmer was Riley Gaines, and the woke transgender freak that attacked her is now claiming that that is a peaceful protest. Apparently now, I, I would be an interesting claim, because apparently if you protest in response as self-defense, you could say a counter-protest would be a peaceful protest if you used something like a chunk of lead that went at high velocities. You could respond, respond that way, apparently. I don't know, but that seems to be the trend we're going. Everything is inverted, and they work on this inversion to try to create chaos in society, and their new brown shirts are the transgenders. This is how the Nazis work. They find the group of people. These these transgenders are all programmed. They're deeply programmed into an ideology, which is rapidly becoming a religion, and they're programmed as well with drugs. So understand something very important on a spiritual level. You have to have two things for demonic possession. You need to have drugs and abuse and the transgender and trauma. So you have both in play with the transgenders. So they are, this is the core of MK Ultra programming as well, so you know. So they have created a, a mass of these people 
that are unstable now emotionally. They've been switching their their hormones in their bodies. They're giving them all sorts of drugs that are turning them into being aggressive. And then with the both the mental trauma of being told that they're going to be an eradicated class, that they'll have no rights to put fear into them, and the physical trauma of surgery and other traumatic events like that to the body, which is completely unnatural, they're creating the perfect MK Ultra shock troop, and that's what we have. In other news, the Dalai Lama has issued an apology for asking a young Indian boy, if you're ready for this, this will turn your stomach, to suck his tongue. He kissed the boy and then asked him to suck his tongue. Um, yeah, that's normal for a pedophile. For those of you that, any of you out there that think that the Dalai Lama is some higher than thou person, I've got news and bad news for you. He's part of the same game. And that's just absolutely stomach turning, nauseating event sort of thing. So we're going to see more of this as these people get more and more desperate and they try to fight their way out of the box. If you didn't hear that the uh, Bud Light ad was engineered by the new executive for marketing for Bud Light, she basically dumped on every conservative that ever drank that beer. Not that I'm a beer drinker, but if you're a Bud Light drinker, I've got some good idea. Pour the junk down the toilet, never buy it again. I, we cannot stress enough right now the importance of buying of what you buy. And while it takes a lot of due diligence and a lot of vig vigilance, buy local as much as you can. Avoid the big, you can't yet fully, but avoid a lot of the big purchases. Be careful who you buy stuff from. Choose the companies well. Try to go company direct instead of going through a broker like Amazon and as much as you can buy local. But when you see stuff go woke, don't buy it. Jack Daniels went, went woke over the weekend apparently. And Jack Daniels, one of the best TikToks I saw on that was a guy that literally, he just he had his, his man cave and he literally must have emptied close to $1,000 in product and in Jack Daniels. And then he destroyed his mirror that he'd had forever, his Jack Daniels mirror, burned the sign. It was kind of an epic little thing. It's pretty cool to watch. So the whole thing is that these companies have been leveraged by their financiers. And it's not as simple as saying you're going to go broke because they're playing a long game and understand that long game. And that long game is that they are trying to push in the woke agenda that'll open up new avenues of funding for them. And then what they count on is exactly what happened with Target. People came back and they didn't stay away. And I'm telling you, if you believe your values, stay away from these people. Never buy their product again. And that's the easiest way. I am one of these, I used to watch baseball. Baseball went on strike in the 80s. I never watched baseball again. I, could, I can't stand baseball. I've never let it go because they had no business going on strike. So it's the same type of principle here. You're going to have to hold to your values if you want to win this thing. And if you're going to cave and give in, then they, they're outpacing you because they know they expect you to do this. They expect you to be able to go, oh, okay, I had my little fit. But six months down the road, 
I'll come back to them. The level of financing these people have is immense. It's not going to go away overnight. So if you're going to spend dollars on stuff, spend it wisely. Let God guide your hand on what you're spending it on. And don't support woke companies and don't go back to them, period. Let them burn. They all need to lose their customer base and struggle. That's the best thing that can possibly happen. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled and by our free will put ourselves before you. Blessed for this time that we have and blessed in this fellowship that we have that continues to grow around the world. Father, these are crazy times, as you well know, as we watch the world continue to try to live in an upside-down world. And sadly, so much of what we we are challenged with today is centered on the fact that a group of insurgents has taken our nation into a direction that has absolutely nothing to do with the values and the foundations which this nation was built upon. We've walked away from you. We've walked away from the principles of moral law. We've walked away from the principles of rights given to us by you and instead embraced a world where in that world, the Luciferians have convinced millions of people that the laws of government are the only laws of the land. Father, we begin our prayers today just for a prayer for mercy for this nation and equally forgiveness for the many that have just failed to do our job of protecting this country as a beacon for the rest of the world. This is a, an example of what happens when we have allowed God to be kicked out of our schools, God to be kicked out of our government and our courtrooms, God to be kicked out of our lives, and again, sidelined to where the only place people find it is in the church, in the four walls, and it never goes beyond there. And even then, the true sense of teaching and preaching the Holy Spirit has diminished so radically that most churches are just dead stones. So, Father, we pray today for the awakening of the church within the heart. We pray today for the mighty awakening and shaking, for people to realize just how incredible it is of the time that we live, how amazing it is when we walk deeply with the Holy Spirit, just how significant it is as we live with the, with the framework of the Bible in our lives, to understand that what we are facing here truly is a result that is spoken of in the Bible, of what happens to a people when we walk away. So again, Father, we pray for mercy on this nation. This is a nation that's still wandering the desert. And we pray and, and hope that we're right when we say that you're not done with us. And I don't believe you are. I believe we're in a time right now when we're in a deep trial, but there's choices to be made, and that's going to be to a large degree based on us. And so, Father, with this, there's also something that we have to, we pray for today, is the focus of reality of where we are. There's a, with fear comes this idea of being overwhelmed, and though people don't like to admit fear, they execute fear by doing things like, oh, Jesus, please take me home. Oh, Father, just take me home. Father, we pray that people will have an awakening, that we have a purpose here on this world. Not to be taken away, not to sit on our butt, to wait for 
heaven to come and fix it for us, but to realize that we have ownership in this problem, that we have to be part of a solution and we're working with you and working with the Holy Spirit, and that everything we need has been given to us in Scripture. The authorities over evil, the knowledge that we can do greater works than he, to heal, to cast out demons, to raise the dead. We have been given all that authority. May we embrace that authority for fully what it is. And remember that since most people around have never touched that authority, just like anything else, it takes practice. It takes diligence. It takes constant prayer. It takes a repetition to be able to learn the deeper wisdom that you will provide. So, Father, we pray, especially coming after this weekend, with a reminder of how much sacrifice was given and done for our behalf. As we reflect on a world and we reflect on a time past when so many people betrayed Christ, they, they turned on him. And again, in a lesser degree, people are doing it again. And they're doing it by saying and waiting for someone else to fix it for them. Our obligation has always been to take the authorities as as dominion was given to us on this earth and to execute. So, Father, we pray for that inspiration in people's hearts to get past their doomsday scenarios, their revelation theology that ends up believing that there's nothing to do here except wait out time. And we pray for the mercy on these people and forgiveness for this ridiculousness of thinking that somehow our only purpose here is to sit and wait out and mark time. God did not put us here, Lord. We know you did not put us here just to sit and mark time. And so we pray for that inspiration in the heart for people to get up and start making action, to lead rather than to sit and wait. It's like we've become a spiritual welfare culture. Forgive us, Father. And Father, as we stand in this time, it is really such an important moment. We sit on the cusp of so much. Huge decisions sit before us. And while it can be overwhelming and not knowing which way to go, if we will remember a certain thing, which again we pray that people will awaken to the reality that all actions begin local. They begin in our home. They begin with resetting the faith in our homes, with the Bible being the center point of our homes. They reset our homes with taking care of our food, the type of work that we do, taking responsibility and accountability for each, taking responsibility and accountability for our health. And if we have children, getting them out of public schools. And if we don't have children, helping others to do the same. We need to be informed not just not just with knowledge, but also with the knowledge of the scriptures, that we can work with both. And we need to be good stewards of what you gave us. So, Father, we pray today for these things to settle into people's hearts, to become bold warriors in this time, not timid, not apprehensive, not quiet on the sidelines. There's no time for this. Children are getting slaughtered. There's a war on children going, and we have a mandate to protect the little ones. And we have a mandate to protect the widows and those that have no voice. So, Father, we just pray for the strength of the many to stand up and start executing these things, to stand mightily against evil and to draw the line 
that they cannot cross. And to have the spirit of martyrdom that will settle in for people to understand that as Christ sacrificed for us, we will be persecuted in doing the right thing. So be bold and have no fear in this time of understanding that we're not protecting anything here that's going to go with us to heaven. So, Father, we just pray for this sort of mightiness in this heart that comes with people. A reminder of the glory and the mighty warrior that Christ was. We thank you for all you give. We thank you for the time we share. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's become an increasing type topic. I see a lot. And it's and it's understandable when people get overwhelmed. That it is, Father, take me home, or someone Jesus is coming back to fix this. Until that happens, we have an absolute ferocious diligence. Let me give you an example of this. I mean, this is a real story here. In July of 2006, I was embedded with the Canadian Princess Patricia Light Infantry. That story is in the film that I did. And they were led by Lieutenant Colonel Ian Hope. Colonel Hope's vision was that his squad leaders, once they were given the task and mandate of what they needed to do, task and purpose, he trusted his squad leaders to go out and do the right thing. And he trusted them to adapt and overcome to the battlefield as he worked the bigger plans, but he, they, they at the squad level didn't worry about what Colonel Hope was doing. He just trusted in them to do the job. And as long as they stayed within the broad parameters, they did their job. Well, they were extremely successful. In about four weeks worth of campaign in some of the hottest contested areas in the South, the Canadians lost three people, and they didn't lose those people in the battlefield. They lost them on the way back when an, a guy on a motorcycle equipped with a suicide bomb, which is called a motorcycle IED, drove into one of their vehicles and blew up, and they, they killed three guys. Fast forward into September. The new commander that came in for the Canadians was from Quebec. He led a group called the Vandus. And here's what happened. This was a commander that believed that he needed to hold all the authority in his hands. That he would tell his soldiers exactly what to do, and they would wait until such a task was given. In 10 days of fighting, the Canadians lost 70% of their force capability. Tens and tens of casualties, equipment wiped out. They were operationally ineffective. And because of that, the U.S. had a scramble to pull in resources to race them in the battlefield to protect the space that the Canadians held for fear that they were going to get overrun. Now, what's my point? In the scriptures, we are given a task and purpose, occupy and expand. And we are given the tools to do so. Heal, cast out demons, pray above all, raise the dead and do greater works than he. We have also been given authority over all and dominion over all evil. So with those things, we are like squad leaders. We have been given the task and mandate by Father. And until such a time that Christ arrives, our mission and purpose doesn't change. In fact, right now, it should be getting more intense because we're fighting a very aggressive enemy. Sure, reinforcements will be there in many different forms because as we pray, God will provide that. 
But if we're going to do the other thing and sit and wait, we're going to be like the Van Dues and we're going to get slaughtered. And then we're going to look around and go, oh, God, how come that didn't work? Because we didn't follow our orders. Very simple. So, patriots, this is a time right now to literally shake it up, to get aggressive on the ground, build your fellowship with your neighbors, build your communities, pray, but do. And this is literally a time that it's not enough. It's one. Th- it's important to pray, but there's we have to be doing. We have to be building the relationships and building the fellowship. These, this is a war we're in. And I don't, I've never read anywhere in the Bible where it said, when the war comes, please sit on your couch or you're in your pew and wait for God to come because you have nothing to worry about. You may all die doing nothing, but you'll all take care of it for you. I don't see those words. I've tried to find them, can't find them. Because that's essentially what's being per- perpetrated a great deal right now. And it's one of the reasons that we have arrived where we are is that that principle of teaching of the power and mightiness of the Holy Spirit in the world is not being pushed enough from the pulpits. We've shirked back from these radical leftists. We want to go inside the churches instead of countering them on the streets. We have stepped back from the true power and teaching of the Holy Spirit to empower each person to be powerful disciples in the world. That has to change, and we can change it. We can change it boldly. In some other news, the Federal Reserve, as they have now talked about rolling out the new FedNow and eventually the FedCoin, which will lead to a CBDC, is happy to tell you that they just finished a pilot climate scenario analysis exercise. So while the Fed can't figure out how to run our economy, they have apparently figured out how to predict what's coming in the climate crisis which has led to the fact that the Federal Reserve is now mandating new sorts of paperwork for every bank, which will cost money, which will come out from your deposits, which will encourage, which is all about creating more nightmare for businesses and banks to operate, trying to crush the small banks so that the big six can take over. What a wonderful world we live in. Insanity. Housing markets, big deal. The commercial real estate market is getting crushed some places at best the are dropped as much as 36% off discount. This is being reflected in people requesting to pull money out of Blackstone, which is a property asset holder in a large level like BlackRock. And as you might have heard, out of 2.4 trillion in requests, they only approved, and here it comes, 666 million, 666 million dollars of requests. They can't escape their, themselves, I'll tell you. It's insane. Bill Barr, in a, another de- testimony for his tra- treasonous ways, has said that Trump may be charged with obstruction of classified documents because he was jerking around the government. What a hand puppet that is. Wonderful thing. So we are in a big chaotic change and shift in our economy. Things are getting turned on its head. We have... Real estate markets are crashing. The Saudis have told the United States it no longer wants to put up with us. It's pivoting to China. 
Chinese forces are now encircling Taiwan. I can't quite figure that. That one's going to be an interesting one to follow because Taiwan has about a, about a thousand plus bioweapons labs. Remember, we've blackmailed the world with bioweapons labs and other weapons systems to force them into the hegemony, to accept the dollar hegemony and our debt. This is changing. We're going into a multipolar world where, quite frankly, we are not going to have a dominant footing, but an equal footing with the rest of the countries. It's going to change a great deal for the United States. And in many levels, we are not ready for it. We have a millennial class that has been being killed off little by little by the vax. We have what remains of the millennial class and other progressive liberals that think they're owed something. We have to lead the way to demonstrate what a true patriot is. We get our hands dirty. We sow seeds. We build what we need in our home to build stability and diversification off of a model. We have to break the dominance of the corporate hold, and we're going to do that by our actions and where we spend our money. Most of all, do not comply to this new Fed stuff. And as we continue to learn more about it, more strategies will be shared. But you have to do everything you can to keep yourself solid on the footing that you can endure for a period of time. And buying local is the first step to that and building relationships with people that will be willing to work around this enslavement system that you're trying to force upon us. This is a world war, unlike anything we've ever seen by an organized and well-organized and funded cabal. We have everything on our side if we're going to stay true. But when, we, when every time someone is weak and follows to their plans, it's someone else that's not in our ranks. There's no middle ground here. It's either one way for patriotism, freedom, and return this country back to the Declaration of Independence with God on the throne, or it's their way, enslavement and death over time. I'll take any sacrifice for God. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue your enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit 
have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 